Through Teenage Eyes, a podcast dedicated to sharing a teen's perspective. I'm your host, Taylor Falwell. In society, we face many challenges, but as women and young girls, we face many, many more. We already know that there's a huge line between men and women, girls and boys, males and females. And the double standard is not benefiting either side. Or is it? Why do we set different standards for men and women? Why are the standards for women much higher than the standards for men? In this episode, we will discuss some of the standards that are set for men that don't apply to women and standards that are set for women that don't apply to men. Without further ado, let's get into this episode. Now, the first standard that I want to discuss is the working mom and the stay-at-home dad. It's like society expects the mother to stay at home and nurture and take care of her children. And when the dad does it, it's kind of like he's performing a miracle. But they are both parents and it takes two to contribute. Like the mother did not decide to have that child, have the child, give birth to a child all by herself. She did that with a partner and he should have just as much responsibility for that child's well-being and the nurturing and loving care at home as he does as being a provider. So I think the putting in front of like the title saying working mom, stay at home dad. No, it just should be mom and dad. The mother should have the option to go work if she wants to. Like just because she had a child doesn't mean she needs to stop her career or her aspirations to take care of our children. The dad should also have the responsibility to be like, hey honey like okay you know you're gonna work and i'll take care of the kids like that's completely fine and that should be normal it shouldn't be anything special we shouldn't praise him for taking care of his kids that's something he's supposed to do like the idea of the male and the father being the sole provider is long gone in 2021 in 2021 women can be the sole provider as well women can work jobs and have a family at the same time that's something that's not something that should be shocking or surprising it's something that people should just open their eyes and just wake up and see it women are successful and we're thriving therefore the working mom and stay-at-home dad should be seen as a norm instead of the stay-at-home mother and the working dad The next letter kind of goes into the working mom and stay-at-home dad. It's that men are disproportionately praised for taking care of their children, where women are expected to be caregivers. I know there's like some type of stereotype saying that women are just natural-born nurturers and that men have like some type of like per- like need to provide and protect. But that's what it is. It's just a stereotype because not every woman is like good at nurturing or is very nurturing. Not Therefore, not every mother is gonna be a good nurturer. And maybe this mother would do better if like, hey, I'll work and you nurture and raise like our kids. Like you take part of it. Cause either way, if you're working or not, you're still raising your kids. But when men do it, they're like, oh, oh, he's such a good guy for raising his kids. Oh, he's such a good guy for giving up his career. Like this is so stand up of him. But no, this is responsibility. He gave, like, he, it takes two to make a child. 
he did that as well and as a woman like you don't have to be like the sole caregiver of your child of course your child is your responsibility but your child is not completely your responsibility okay so on to the next standard this is goes into the workforce we're talking a lot about working women i like that and i don't like it at the same time but we'll get into that later that women are just not being paid the same for doing the same jobs as men this has been going on for a while it's really nothing new at all this started back in like the industrial revolution days where women were doing the same jobs as their male counterparts but were getting paid like 18 cents an hour compared to like the dollar that the uh their male counterparts are given don't call me on that because that's i'm getting that like straight from memory when i learned this in school so it's like they think we're less competent because of our gender or our sex that doesn't have anything to do with how hard we work or the amount of effort we put into assignments and the things that we get done and it's kind of like they put men on a pedestal like that men are just genetically better than at us than everything and i feel like that's kind of engraved into our heads and even to like young boys heads and young guys heads because um like i've just experienced you know like guys thinking that like just because they're a guy that they're just better at things than you and like this like a man's world and it's kind of like that in the workforce a lot of times like being a successful woman in maybe like the stem industry the science engineering technology and math you're maybe the only woman in the room and it's kind of like it over like it's it's an overwhelming billing because you know that everything you do is it really is a big deal like if you're standing up straight if you're projecting your voice because if not kind of seen as like passive or not assertive and if when you are assertive you're seen as aggressive so it's kind of like hard being a woman in the workplace and then at the same time you're not getting paid the wages that you're supposed to be getting paid and I don't I think as women like we shouldn't stop fighting for equal pay because that's something that's important that's something that's necessary because back to like the working mom and the stay-at-home dad that mother is making less money than her husband if he was doing the same job just because she's a female in some sort way fashion they're related now on to the next standard Women with more sexual partners are stigmatized, but men are rewarded. Now, this one is the one that we all know, like, very, very well. This is portrayed in television a lot. Um, if you're older, probably in your, your life, and even if, like, you're a teenager, I feel like you would hear this a lot in high school. Um, I think it's, like, heard, I think I've heard it, like, a few times in high school. But it's kind of more like the topic saying that how boys are called players and women are called whores and sluts. And they're literally doing the same thing. But as a guy, you're rewarded for it. You get a pat on the back, high fives, everything. 
but as a woman you're shamed for it it's like oh that's not something you should be doing or something and that kind of plays in the team that boys will be boys like people expect boys to be slutty they expect them to be hoarse and sleep around and have many sexual partners but as a woman you're supposed to be like classy and you're not you're supposed to wait till marriage and have all this respect for yourself which is true but just because you have more than one sexual partner it doesn't have to be at the same time like they could just be you were in a long-term relationship and then even if not that doesn't mean you have any less respect for yourself and with men it's the complete opposite it's more like if you're like a 30 year old virgin and you're a dude they're like dang um he's he's lame he's a loser but if you're like a 30 year old okay 30 is probably like way too high for for this like to make sense to some people so i'm gonna put like 21 so if you're like a 21 year old virgin as a guy the dudes are like oh you're lame like you're a loser and even some women are probably like this to you as well because you know that's how society views it they're like um you're not cool like I don't want to be around like I don't I don't want you but if you're a 21 year old virgin and you're a female a woman they're like oh yeah they're praising you like oh yeah that's super great for you like oh you have so much self-respect but it's the exact same thing and then as well with having a high body count as say the same age 21 you're due with a high body count the boys are buying you free drinks, they're giving you rounds and a nice pat on the back for sleeping with so many women. But say a woman does the same thing. She tells her friends, are they going to slut shame her? Are they going to call her horrible names or think she respects herself any less because she did the same thing that a guy did, but just because her gender, just because her sex is different? there's a different outcome and in a way I feel like this starts with each and every one of us how do you view the male and female how do you view our relationships how do you view our interactions and the way we connect like what's the difference who made this difference and why are we still putting up with it today I'm just gonna let that sit with you and marinate Now on to the next standard. Assertive women are often considered bossy, which I touched on this a little bit before, talking about the wages in the workplace. But as like a woman, you have to be more assertive in the workplace and when you're talking to men in general, because men love to mansplain things to you, like you don't know something. And it can be the simplest things, and I think they know best, just because they're a dude all right sorry but we had a brief interruption but before i was just talking about men mansplaining things in the workplace and that's why women have to be assertive not only in the workplace but in but in everything that they do because like a man's always going to try to tell you how to do it better even if they don't know better and they think that women are very passive and they can walk all over us but in this sense since men are not being in control they will consider us bossy or angry or aggressive when no we're just putting our foot down and getting done what's needed to be done and just because we want it done in 
our way doesn't make us bossy. If, if you want, if a man wants something done in his way, because his way is quote unquote the better way, no one questions him or calls him bossy. They do it with respect. And they should do that with the same with women. Our next standard is that women are expected to change their last name with getting married and also giving their child their husband's or father's last name. Let's just like dive into that first part of that, which is changing your last name when you get married. Now that's, it's kind of interesting because I, you know, when it comes to families and legacies, the males carry the legacies and not the women. And I really think like, the women get carried legacies just as like just as much as the male. And I know that in like Hispanic cultures, um, I don't know like specifically which ones, or I don't just in a general gist of what I've heard and learned, is that they have like hyphen or like middle name last name. I, but I think it's hyphened the mother's name and the father's name, like their surnames. And they put them together. And I think that's like that's smart because they equally contribute to that baby coming into this world. So how come he or she only gets the father's last name and not the mother's last name as well? That's the correct way to do it because they're somewhat devaluing the work because the mother puts in the most work when it comes to having a child. She carries that child for nine months and then pushes it out in 12 hour labor. So I'm pretty sure it deserves her last name as well as her not changing her last name when she gets married. That kind of like drifted off into two different things. When you get married, I don't feel like you should be obligated to take your husband's last name because your family also has a legacy. And as a woman, you should be able to carry that on as well. And it shouldn't just be like only the man's job. And when it comes to the last name of your child, I think your name should be on there. Because you carry that child for nine months. You had that 12-hour labor. Like, that child's connected to you. No matter if you want it to be or not. So, I think your name... You should have, like, the same last name as your child. And your child should just have your last name. It can be hyphenated. So what? They have a long last name. Well, guess what? They were in your stomach for a long nine months. And that labor was a long 12 hours. On to the next standard. This one is about, I would say, you know, um, public image. So cleavage is shown in advertisement and media, but women breastfeeding their children in public are still told to cover up. So let's kind of think about that. So like in media, in advertisement, and television, they show cleavage all the time. It's something that's sexy and attracting. It just plays off the male gaze of boobs and stuff. But when a woman is breastfeeding, something that's natural that, you know, she has to do to, you know, keep her child alive, people are like, "Mm, that's disgusting, that's unattractive. Well, what's the difference? Because I'm not sexualizing myself or luring a man's eye in that I'm, at this point, inappropriate and that this is not something that should be done in public. One thing that's completely normal and natural. But when I'm exposing myself to the world and being 
sexual like women are supposed to be or not supposed to be we're still on the edge about that because you don't know what society wants there yeah there's just like a big gap that really shouldn't be there and it's really not that hard to think about like the something that's natural that a mother does or doesn't want to do but if she does choose to breastfeed she should be able to do it in public without being told to cover up now to another standard dad bods nowadays probably even like before they are considered attractive which great like finally we're getting into that being more um you know open and body inclusive and body positivity but women are expected to lose baby weight right after giving birth this kind of taught to our children i would i'm gonna say unconsciously because you won't really like even as a child you don't know this is happening until you actually like, think about it logically and i'm gonna explain it to you on television and i also understand that it's television but on television you will see a woman pregnant and then she gives birth and the next morning in the hospital when she's holding her baby not even the next morning the next second after that baby is out her stomach is flat and smooth and then any scene after that, she's going to be wearing a tight dress and her stomach is completely gone. And so as young girls and even as young boys, we expect that women after giving birth, that they should lose the baby fat immediately and that it's gone. And that even it may even happen naturally. But in reality, that is not true. And this is being ingrained to our minds as we are young. But... When it comes to dad bods, it's fine. And really, it's the same situation. Like, the name dad bod just makes me think of, you know, obviously, like, a dad that takes care of his kids. And, you know, maybe he's focusing on his kids, but he's not focusing on keeping his body as toned and athletic-built as it used to be when he was younger because of his kids. And a mother has a baby therefore has baby weight because of her baby do you see where i'm connecting the dots but how come is it attractive when a male does it than when a female does it do you see what i'm saying do you see the two dots that i'm connecting let me know the next standard is that women pay more for the same everyday items because of pink tax now pink tax is products being priced higher because of their color design or more towards like flexibility and reach for the female audience therefore kind of like when you look in body works sections of stores and you see that how the female products are you know white and pink and if, and even like red and if you know like pink and red ink and colors are more expensive therefore the products that are pink and red have a price that go up so that the companies can break even and make a profit but when it comes to mint it's mostly whites browns and blues and blacks and these color differences they're very minor to us as shoppers like we don't really care if something's pink or red or white but when it comes to like the prices it matters a lot and it matters a great deal 
prices actually go up and they may be like little dollar amounts at a time but they're gonna tend to stack on top of each other when you're buying shampoos conditioners body washes lotions body scrubs base deodorant like these prices are gonna rack up and we're just paying more for our basic needs why because we're a different gender and what women like the color pink that's a little stereotypical and if you want me to do an episode on pink tax or just you know give you some information about pink tax let me know i can post that on tiktok or the ig so make sure to let me know on to the next standard this goes into healthcare and women um this one that i'm about to tell you is usually compared to i've heard it being compared to as black men in the police as black women in healthcare, but in this case just women in healthcare in general but women are more likely to die from a heart attack if they have a male doctor and i'm just going to give you some information about this the symptoms of a heart attack in males and then females are different and males are usually the sharp pain for the arms and the chest and so you usually see that with the gripping of the chest and you're like oh a heart attack and we learn to recognize that's when a heart attack happens but for women it's more of indigestion in the stomach so if you see someone grabbing their stomach you're not going to think oh a heart attack you see a woman grabbing her stomach you're not going to think oh a heart attack but you see a man grabbing his check you're going to think oh a heart attack so a woman's heart attack could be easily missed by a male doctor that's not up to date used to or consistently checking and staying up to date and recognizing that women have different symptoms and this goes to other medical conditions and treatments as well women have different reactions than men and in some cases it's not considered and that it really should be tested on to see if women and men have the same reactions to certain medical conditions because this is putting women's lives in danger just because we don't know the correct medical practices or the correct medical ways to handle these situations because we haven't done enough research on it because we're so blinded by society's view of the man. Congrats for making it to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe or follow the podcast on whatever platform you listen to your podcast on. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps. Until next time. Thank you.